Welcome back Ooh. to another edition of the main event heat Damn. podcast. I am one of your hosts, sweet, sexy Rob. He is your other host, big Mike, big Mike. What's going on? Big daddy. What's up, brother? What's you, uh, going on? you got something going on over there in the, uh, in the, in the, in your stomach, man. I had a, I just burped out. Tastes like that damn pizza I had for lunch. Oh, yeah, okay. I, have you, you ever had Mr. P's pizza? Mr. Like, P's. I don't think dude, so. they're fucking cheap pizzas, dude. So growing up being poor, you know, in the South, I know all about it. I'd go to my Nana's house. And she'd have the freezer full of fucking Mr. P's, man. And they had like a cheeseburger. Well, I'd make it a deluxe cheeseburger. She'd, she'd cook up bacon and shit, throw some reg- some more cheese on top of it with the bacon, maybe some ground beef. And the, the damn things weren't maybe this damn big around. I mean, seriously, they were just fucking little personal pizzas. And then we'd throw them bastards in the microwave and heat them up and get the cheese all melted. Boy, let me tell you what. They, 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 they're they shitty little pizzas, but they do the fucking job. I mean, that I, was I, me when I was a kid with the fucking uh, Tony's, I think it is. Had like the 99 cents pizzas. Yeah. Dude, whenever yeah. I was 21 and I was working at EA Games in Baton Rouge on LSU campus, that was all that I fucking ate was those 99 cent pizzas, dude. Hell yeah. But uh, but anyway, you know, we're we're not gonna we're not here to talk about the childhood, even though I'm sure we could get some interesting content out of that. What we are here to talk about is something on a, a little bit of a somber note. We mentioned this on last week's episode. Uh, it had just happened last week, but we pushed our our tribute for this week. Uh, at the time of recording, Terry Funk just passed away at the age of 79. I want to say very historic career in professional wrestling across pretty much all of the the major promotions in the world at the time of his career. Um, somebody that, and this is, this is a quote that I heard the other day. Somebody said, Terry Funk was your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. And I can tell you right now, just based off of the people that I've worked with. Yeah, that's, he really, he really, really was like, especially a lot of the guys that were on the Indies, really like, especially here in the Southeast, a lot of those guys very much vibed with Terry Funk. And, uh, you know, before we, we watch one of what is called one of his greatest matches ever, and it's one of the few that he had that took place in the WWE in the late 90s, Mike, what do you, what, uh, what's your opinions on Terry Funk? What do you think about the legacy of Terry Funk? And do you have any Terry Funk memories yourself? Roadhouse. Roadhouse, for sure. <laughs> for sure. No, man, no. Terry Funk, man, um, when he – when he, uh, what was it? He got his fucking uh, eye ripped out. Do you remember that? I yeah was what well, yeah that I think was, he, I think his eye got fucked up and he just popped it back in and went out and finished the match or something. It was that uh God what match was that? I just fucking watched a couple weeks ago. That was, yes, it, it was one night stand. He had that hardcore match with fucking Mick Fo- and Mick Foley was in it. It was Mick Foley and Edge versus Terry Terry and Tommy Dreamer wasn't and it? Tommy Dreamer yeah fucking. And fuck you you could literally hear I watched so I told you the other day I watched it for the first for the first time. I it was the first time I ever watched this pay-per-view. Yeah. And you could hear oh, Terry go, My fucking eye, yeah. my eye. And he's like, he's literally telling Mick, 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 stop my eye. And then I don't know, Mick's probably thinking this is a fucking like this is a, all part of the damn gimmick. But Terry, you look over there, and this motherfucker is just blood and just gushing down his face. And don't they? I haven't watched. I haven't watched 06 in a long. 06 probably since it happened. 05 I've gone back and watched since. 06 I remember watching live. I don't know if I've watched it since. 
But didn't he like? Didn't they powder him to the back, get him taped up, and didn't he come Dude, out and finish a fucking back. match? He come back, cover his eye, still blood seeping through the shit. I mean, he's just blood just squirting everywhere, dude. So he fucking comes out and finished the match. Insane. This dude was, and that was 2006. He was an old man by then. You know, he's, yep. that was what, almost 20 years ago, and he's 79. So he's 50 something years old. Come out yep. there and put on a fucking match like that. Barbed wire tables. Had retired yeah. multiple times before that. I mean, he it was insane, man. Insane the caliber of human being and worker that he was, and just knowing uh, being in the uh, around guys like Scott Armstrong, and 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 people like that that we've been around in our careers. Scott had such high words to say of him, like just all the time talking about how good of a person that Terry Funk was, um, but also the Roadhouse memories. You know, uh, he was also in a few other uh, '80s action movies. Just Terry Funk, man, uh, one of the greatest of all time, hardcore legend, and uh, he's going to be missed in the wrestling community. Oh, big time! Looking dude. forward to watching this match you picked out for us, man. No, big time, dude. And like, I, and whenever I came up, you know, I came up uh, through Doc Gallows, one of the guys that broke me in. He's a huge Terry fan. He would tell stories about him and the Machine Jake Davis working a fucking death match while Terry Funk was the referee and all that. And oh man, he's he anytime anytime Drew would talk about Terry Funk, his eyes would glow. The first time I ever ring announced was at a Lariato show and uh, in Forsyth, Georgia. And the main event was this hardcore six-way match. And Brian Myers came out dressed as Terry Funk. He had the fucking, you know, the red, black, and white tights that he was so famous for wearing. He had his own version of that. It was so fucking cool, dude. Yeah, dude, everybody everybody has been showing respect to Terry Funk. For so many years, and and I'm if there's anything that I want to say before we before we get to this, obviously here in the wrestling business we lose so many people. You know, since I've been in the business, hell, I've I've seen people go down that that I knew in in my short career, and it's amazing how long Terry was able to hold on, considering all of the problems that he's had health wise throughout the basically the last half of his life. It's amazing how long he was able to hold on for. And I'm really glad that, man, you're not hearing any new stories right now, right? Like post-death, you're not hearing any new stories because we've been putting over Terry for years. I think Terry's been getting his flowers for a long time. And that makes me really happy that I think that before he left, I think he left us knowing that he was loved. And if there's if there's anything that'll make me sleep a little better is knowing that. And I think that we should do that more often. I, I'm always I if, if I speak highly of somebody, I will always do it publicly and loudly, you know, and I think that we should champion doing that for more people in this business that we care about. So uh, on that note, I looked up a little listy of what are some of the top Terry Funk matches of all time. We didn't want to watch anything super long. You know, obviously he's had some hour long Broadways, the fucking, there was that ECW match. Um, uh, my God, the, the ECW, the night, the line was crossed him, Terry Funk, Sa uh, Terry Funk, Sabu and Shane Douglas. Fuck dude. I think that one went an hour. Like he's, he's had some, some phenomenal fucking matches. And I found one from his time on Monday Night Raw. This took place on May 4th, 1998. And it was a match between Terry Funk and probably, and I want to get your opinion on this before we, before we start watching the match, probably his greatest rival in Mick Foley. What do you think yeah, about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get that set up right now. And while we do that, here's a word from our sponsors. I'm Bull Durham, and this is Bull Durham's Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. I'm going to tell you what, if you haven't had a bottle of this Whiskey Tango Foxtrot energy drink, well, let me tell you something, brother. WTF? What the fuck? What in the fuck did they put in this? Is this fucking cocaine? Oh my god! I have been fucking wired for 36 hours. I haven't shit for days. I am struggling. Whiskey fucking Tango Foxtrot energy drink, brother. Woo! What do you think? You're gonna have an accident. <laughs> oh! Oh! All right, and we're back. So I lost the, you. Where'd you go? There we go. All right, so season six, episode 18, if you would like to watch at home on your television or computer device. And we are an hour and four minutes and 21 seconds into the program. If this is not the main event, it's damn near the main event. So, Big Mike, you ready to watch this? Yep. All right, and we are hitting play in three, two, one, play. I give you I can finally say him, the first time after 13 years of blood, sweat, and tears that it's not worth it anymore. Cactus, goodbye. Were you Thank watching you. Uh, wrestling in the late 90s? God, the only God no. no. When, did, when did you start? Do you remember? Oh, three. Oh, three. Okay. So yeah, I think you and my wife started watching around the same time. This was right before I started watching. So I didn't see any of the Terry Funk, Chainsaw Charlie stuff uh, live, but I have gone back in, in recent years and watched a lot of it. And a lot of really good shit. I really, I really think Terry's run here in the late 90s was very underrated. Very few can understand. You know what my wife said to me? I wish you would have taken Iron Mike Sharp as your hero instead of Chainsaw Charlie. You'd live a lot longer. <laughs> you know, you're sick. You know that, don't you? Me? Yeah, you are. Mick Foley. Mick Foley is just as sick. <laughs> Look at this Jack. candid camera just footage of them hanging out in the ring before the show. You never saw something like this back then. Hell, you hardly see it now. Honor. Fortune. In Mick's home movie, Dude Love would do whatever it took for fan adulation or WWF gold. In life, Mick Foley began a similar quest by following his idol. Everybody's got their heroes in life, and mine was Terry Funk, and he was about the greatest wrestler I think I've ever seen. And I thought, well, my life would be complete if I could beat him. He had just signed with a company in Japan, and it was the only phone call I ever made looking for work. And I called up and I said, Lucky I you, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'd heard rumor about if I had a dollar for every phone call and text messages I made trying to get work. And I didn't care. As far as I was concerned, this was my destiny. <laughs> I think these two guys are a great example 
of being able to actually tell a story during a death match. And I think a lot of people, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to name any names or anything, but. I think a lot of people want to do death matches now just because they're like, oh, I think Thumbtack and Cheese Grater spots look cool. But like these guys, these guys really made it a fucking work of art, did they not? God, wasn't that fun? Like I'd never go out of my way to watch a death match, but I'll watch one featuring these two fucking guys. Mick was ready to pursue his championship dream. He brought his band of carnage to the WWF as mankind. Dude love and yes, Cactus Jack. Which which variation do you think was the best version? It's a fantastic question. A fantastic question. I love um, I love Dude Love, and I I specifically love the Dude Love that was getting used by Vince McMahon. You know, whenever he was basically forcing him to be a heel and he was feuding with uh, Stone Cold, that was my favorite. What about you? I think I think his best version, in my opinion, was his Mankind work. Like just the twisted character, that was his best work in my opinion. But I was I also loved whenever he would go to like a Royal Rumble and he'd come out as all three. Yeah, he did that. I I don't know if it was this year's or the year after, but yeah, that was dope. I love that. That's so. I want to see a version of that now. I think Cody Rhodes should do that. I think Cody should get eliminated. Yeah, get eliminated early and then come back out. Dressed up as uh as come back come back with a fake mustache and be the fucking uh dashing Cody Rhodes and then come back out with the fucking nose brace on and then at the end come out as a half ass Stardust. I love that. That should be funny. Yeah, I want to see more of that. I can't believe no I can't believe not that many people have tried doing that since since Mick. But uh, but yeah, I mean, mankind. So, do you like the sick, deranged mankind and the brown, or do you like whenever he put on the white shirt and got a little more comedic? I prefer the uh, the sick, deranged, but it's a good one. The more entertaining was the comedic for sure. This is mine right here. Whenever I met him last year, I actually brought a uh, a dude love pop to get signed specifically. I should have just got all three in hindsight, but if I have to beat him to death, I will. There's something so real about Terry's promos, dude. Something so real about it. That's right. What hardcore put together? Vince McMahon. Terry well, dude, how many people were getting that kind of video package during a fucking Monday night? Dude, round? I was thinking that a minute ago while we were talking. Like this video package was huge. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> Welcome. Little to pit the stop before we get to the match. My latest video entitled "Thou Venus." Soldier it's gonna be my next real estate promo. <laughs> Let me Realtor of love. you to my co-star. <laughs> I'm sure you will all know the luscious Jenna Jameson. And ladies, yep. she got quite a lot Venus of donations back in the day to the old semen lines <laughs> and enters into the World Wrestling Federation. One look at my silencer. 
And you'll what? all be left speechless. <laughs> Come on, Val. In <laughs> hindsight, down in he's such a fucking dork. <laughs> I did love the ship whenever he was fucking uh, Yamaguchi-san's oh, wife. That was pretty good stuff. Yeah, the choppy choppy, his pee-pee. So Stone Cold's going to come out and do commentary for this match. So that should be pretty fucking entertaining. That should be worth the price of admission right there. How I walk into work on Monday morning knowing I'm That's not about to do a goddamn thing. That's the fucking truth. Damn, Tony Chimmel there in 1998. I didn't realize that. Tony Chimmel. Very good ring announcer. I like Tony. I would have made a good ring announcer myself. And coming to the ring now, weighing 445 pounds. Big D and Little D. God, is there a better duo? Like, in all honesty, like, is there really a better duo than Jr. and King? Like, I, I like those guys were so fucking perfect together. No man, fucking Bobby the Brain and Gorilla, man. Sure. And I think you know, if I was older and I grew up on those guys, I think I'd say those two all day long. But I mean, I grew up on these guys too. But yeah. Still, like going back and watching it, I don't know, man. We ought to do Gorilla was a fantastic play-by-play, and Bobby was the greatest Dude, color. Our next ring, our next fucking watch along, we ought to watch something they fucking commentated on. Let's I'll find figure a good something out. To it. I'll figure something out. Look at the size of that fucking headset, dude. I'm fucking here today. To drink beer. Fuck queers. Wait. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> now you done something, boy. I just uh, I just had to get my own headset for the first time a couple of weeks ago. So I now have my own traveling broadcaster headset. And uh, it is nowhere near as big as those motherfuckers they're wearing. <laughs> 53 in this fucking match, dude. So, fuck, he's old as shit having that match in 06. What is this? <laughs> well, I, I'll oh. tell you what it is now. I'm not trying to get you upset or anything, but here comes the man that beat you. Shit, so that. trying to get me upset because he didn't beat me. So I think that, fuck, does that mean me? Terry was in his early 60s oh, during that ECW yeah. 06 match? Holy fuck. Down your throat? What did that feel like? Well, I didn't feel worth a damn. I, I'll give Mick Foley his credit. Whether he's dude, love, mankind, Cactus Jack, he's still one of the sickest son of a I ever stepped in the ring with. And he's tough as nails, too. So what we got here is a hell of a match. Well, we got a hell of a match, I'm sure, but uh, we got no referee. We need a referee for this uh, this brawl. Ladies and gentlemen, the special referee for this contest, World Wrestling Federation Hall of Famer, Pat Patterson. Oh, what? shit. What in the hell is this crap? What in yes, the hell? JR, are you behind this? Oh, heck no. I guess Mr. McMahon must have signed uh, the Hall of Famer to officiate this matchup. 
Please tell me this is one hell of a rip. Well, I don't think it is. I think he's here. <laughs> this is Mr. Man's idea. I'll tell you that much right now. Okay. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. This, oh, ring the bell with this stupid little haircut. No hose barred. Falls count anywhere. One fall to a What the fuck's wrong with this haircut? Mick Foley and Terry Funk. <laughs> little haircut. As, uh, He's got the best hair in the ring right now. What are you talking about? Quite frankly, well, you know what he says. Uh, he turned on his foot. Hey, you got to do what you got to do in this sport. And I, you know, I, I respect the fact that they want to be buddies and all that. But this is pro wrestling. You either go in there and beat yeah. someone's ass, or you get your ass beat. And that's just the way it is. Well, speaking of that, were, were you upset about what happened to Gerald Briscoe last week? What happened to him? What happened to him? They had fucking a hole right by mankind's Vince crotch. And remember, uh, I thought that Vince McMahon really, uh, I'll say he motivated Foley in this match. I don't think Foley was going to do it until McMahon gave him a pet talk. Well, they needed to give him a pet talk, and it looks like he's woke him up because he's a hell of a vicious individual when he wants to be. Like I said, Cactus Jack, dude, love it, don't matter what you call him. He's one tough guy. Right across the fucking head. How many of those are we going to get? That is Three in a row. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Throw that motherfucker at him. Fuck you, Mick. That's what a 53-year-old man can do when he gets pissed off. Terry Funk ain't no... Well, remember... He's a chopped liver. What? Big man said that it, that for, for Mick Foley to prove himself to be worthy of the number one contender... Austin, Austin really understands commentary on a level that other wrestlers do not. Like, he's doing a great job of putting the both of them over. Yeah. Oh, it really doesn't matter who it is, and Jack needs to wake up and realize that. Well, he's doing what McMahon said. McMahon said that Jack had to, he had to rip Funk limb from limb. He had to reach into his chest and rip his heart out. I think he's realizing that. Now, look at this. Hopefully he'll do it. Clothesline, oh, shit sell from Terry. Mick Foley's boyhood hero. And I don't think Vince McMahon cares about that. it around all over us. Monitor's flying everywhere. Monitor didn't move, Jim. I saw it. <laughs> Cold, you think that Mick Foley should be the number one contender for your title? Well, you know, I really don't care who the number one contender is. It really doesn't matter what I think. If Vince McMahon lines, lines someone up for me, then I'm going to wrestle him. It really doesn't matter what I think. But I think what dude love, Mick Foley, whatever you want to call him, is trying to prove to Vince McMahon that he's willing to sacrifice anything to get another shot at the WWF title because it is that important in professional wrestling. So, in other words, you're admitting there was no conspiracy between McMahon and Cactus Jack or Mick Foley. Or you know, at this point, I really don't know what to say. What's are, it? Are, are they? Somebody unplugging some shit. Something's wrong with your mic here. I'm not you're damn right. Some defense back here pulling some buttons or something because y'all never have technical difficulties when you're out here by yourself. But I'm, it's a good point, Stone Cold. I can't, I can't, listen, I can't hear it. Your microphone's out. Oh, this, <laughs> uh, this one's broken. And that's broke. Well, Damn, he fucking we straight up broke the These guys are killing each other. They're going to kill each other. I got to be sitting here. Thing, that's your, your mic's messed up. I don't this know isn't. what the heck's wrong with Someone it, but it's messed up. Your mic is straight this up because it's starting to piss me off. We got ready to kill somebody, your mic, and I can't even describe it to you. Steve, I'm sorry, but they, they don't think they heard what you said. to do with it. 
Yeah, whoop his ass. <laughs> now, now I have to ask the question. Is this is this part of it? Or is he just improvising because the mic suck and he's like figured I need to do something here? Probably improvising. I want a piece of crooked that works around here. Well, I'm not an audio man. I'm... Yeah, buddy, it's crooked on a popsicle stick. Somebody help me out here. This is the world wrestling. Hey, it's just you messing with my damn I, head. You got the I've got no buttons to do nothing. I swear I'm not doing anything but my yeah. job. And Foley just got rammed and his head's bleeding. What the hell's going upstairs. on? don't have a chair. Hit him with a chair against someone. I fucking love Stone Cold, dude. Why couldn't we get Stone Cold on fucking commentary every week? I want him on commentary now. Yeah, I get out there and whoop his ass. I listen to that all fucking day. Hit him with a damn chair. This is what the WWF is all about, in my opinion. And you hear a damn thing I'm saying. Part of it. Well, you better not be a part of this because I'm going to beat your ass, tear your little glasses up, and shove your head, your little head so far up your ass. You won't be able to find a damn thing after about two weeks. Got a pile driver for you. Gonna break his he back drops it. The concrete exposed <laughs> on a backdrop. Let me tell you something, Jim. If Mick Foley, whatever you want to call him, does beat Terry Funk, will he be in shape to fight Steve Austin? Because Terry Funk's carrying him limp from left. Well, we still don't know what's going to happen and over the edge, and this is over the edge, and we're not even near Milwaukee. You see the fucking, ooh, Jesus. You see the thick folder full of notes that Jim had sitting in front of him? No. Bro, he's got a folder probably that fucking thick full of notes, dude. They're fighting the fans here. About the thickest packet I ever got was from you at Grip Revival. I never seen nothing like that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll get some. I'll get. I'll get some three or four pagers over in uh over in New South, but not quite the six pager I got from you. I'm a tedious motherfucker, man. Oh, dude, you're like me. If I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna fucking do it right. And if there's one thing I knew how to do, was put that shit together. No, and the scripts were great. And everybody wanted to bitch about it. Well, what are we doing? The fucking hot dog guy's taking a bump. What poor indie wrestler are they beating the fuck up? Why are the security guards getting in the way of the fucking camera? Did you see that? Security guards are blocking the camera guy from getting up there. This, oh, this is what Vince McMahon has escalated to make Foley do. He's finally motivated that piece of shit. Drop all the tie-dyed Get out there. He said horse shit on Monday Night Raw. In 1998. Oh, shit. What's Terry doing? Terry wants to fly. Telling the kids to get the fuck out of the way. That was pretty good. Dude, my ass at 32 is not doing that fucking moonsault. This motherfucker's 52. You see what he's going through right now. Hell, Terry Funk's beating his ass. You think Vince McMahon cares about anybody? He don't care about nobody but himself. I know that for a fact. Well, I can't but Terry Funk's mango body. 
He may have broken his shoulder, broken his his neck is hurt. He's oh, you he might have a stinger. Well, I'll tell you what, those neck injuries are deadly. And what we know about Terry Funk, he's probably really hurt right now. <laughs> now all I can do is get that cash register, get a little money, beat somebody's ass and go to the beer store. This is a hell of a fight. This is quality wrestling. Well, I'll tell you what, it is a it's a bar room. I'm gonna try to wait to I'm gonna find a way to steal that, go to the cash register and steal some money line. Find a way to steal that. Woo! Clean break. You love to see it. Well, I just like you love to see Mick Foley's nuts right there. I'd like to see his Nuts for sure. This is unbelievable. He should have covered him right there when he had the chance. Hell, Mick is so beat up, he can't do a damn thing. Where are we going here? <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't know. Get the cameraman to crawl down there and follow him. They're, they're going underneath the, the Brother, the they're on a wire. There's only the, so far they can the go. Well, we've lost them, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, don't, know, I don't know where the hell they go. Don't go to commercial. Well, that's why they're going to commercial there, Steve, so that they can send the cameraman after them. What happened during the commercial break? These two best friends signed a fight by Pat Patterson just comes walking through the other side of the building. Oh, there you guys went. And right here we thought we had a fall, but the referee might have been a little slow on that count there. I dare that referee to learn how to make a proper three count. Mick had him beaten, and I ain't cheering for him. But I got to tell you, I respect Mick Foley for what he's doing because anybody can go out there and play by the little rules. But when you go out there and get your ass busted up and start sweating a little bit, you break those rules just so they mold what you're trying to do, and then you've done something. That's when you become a winner. I don't know what the fuck Steve just said, but I'm all about it. <laughs> If they both go to the hospital, he's going to have to pay for that, the cheap son of a that he is. Well, I know it. I think he sucks. He's got his out there. Can you believe that? Pile driver right on the steel rail, whatever the hell you call that. We walk down it every day. The ramp, Steve? Can you believe His body. That's my new commentary hero right there. It's Steve. I want to be like him on color every day. Now you're talking right. You just can't help it, can you? Well, you rub off on people. My God, look at this. Can you, what lengths will Mick Foley go to wrestle for the WWF title? I got to say son of a bitch on commentary a few times in New South. It felt pretty good. This is what it's all about, in my opinion. Well, and that's what counts. That's, well, Stone Cold, but McMahon has got in Foley's head. McMahon has motivated Oof. Foley to assault Right across the this, fucking this cheek. Legend, this hardcore legend and try to end his career. Hell, it's his best friend. Hey, you know what? That's what I like. Who's line over the top. Oh, Both going Foley over, yep. Right out here right by us. Look out, ladies and gentlemen, they're right out here by us. Now they're bleeding, they're battered and busted up, and now they're tearing up. The there we go, tearing this whole damn thing up. Oh. Just leave my damn the best part of this whole match has been Stone Cold on commentary. So, I will say, 
as great as it is, it is, I think, detracting from the match in some places. Yep. But during some of the more chaotic moments where that's been hard to follow, having Steve has been a blessing. Yep. But some of these spots I really, really fucking enjoy, and I really enjoy what they're doing right now. This is... I, lo I love that fucking elbow drop with the chair so much. If he covers him, there's no way he can check Nasty. It. <laughs> but uh, these guys have done a really good job of, like, making it feel real. I really think so. Everybody involved has done a great job on that right now. Got to be about time to take this thing home here in a minute. Yep, almost there. We don't need a DQ. We need a win or a loss. Hell, I've seen car wrecks on 95. Yep, almost there. Oh, if I miss, you ain't got the job done here yet, you stupid son of a and I got to apologize for my language. Usually it's a lot worse than this, but I'm trying to mind my there, Stone Cold oh. right there. This is killing me, but I, I got to tell you, I love it. And I've never He's got to get in there. He's got to get in there and hit fucking Patterson with a stunner, doesn't he? He's got to. And then maybe he makes a count. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever seen this match, but I hope that's what happens. And there's a double arm DDT. That may be enough. Two, and out. That old son of a gun kicked out again, and I can't believe it. You're damn right. I keep telling you, it don't matter how old he is. He's tougher than hell. And yeah. you're talking about the king of the hardcores, a hardcore legend. I don't know exactly what that hardcore stuff means. Nothing. He's a, he's tougher than I don't know what that hardcore right. stuff means. I'm not a Terry Funk fan, but I will say I respect talent. I respect toughness. And this guy. Pile driver right in the middle of the ring. This has got to be it. After all his body Three has gone through, smacking the concrete floor, I've seen car wrecks on 95 that are more... Okay, great. It's the second this. time you brought up 95. We heard you the first time, Jim. I wish he'd cover him right now. I give him all the credit in the world. He's bent this guy all the way across the village and take a beating right back, but he's got to cover him to get the job done. Does he have the smarts to do that? And right there, he's pile driving on the chair. If that ain't it, I don't know what is. He's got bent his ass. From one end of the building to the other, and took the same amount of punishment. There's a cover there right go. there. One, two, and three. Oh. Mick Foley has beat his best friend. I don't know, man. It's almost kind of weird that you had Pat Patterson do the slow count the whole match just to yeah. give a straight up count for the win. Yeah, that's weird. That part's kind of weird. That is tough. That is motivation. That's Mick Foley at his sorry, sickening. Hey, wait a minute. It's over. It's over oh, now. Jesus. Nick Foley has beaten the legend. That just shows how bad he wants it. I'm not his fan, but that shows he how sick that poor is. He, he wants it. He I think it's time to you. Why hell, he can send a message to me, and I'm going to send the beer to him. Oh. Well, there goes a rattlesnake. Beverage in hand. The WWF champion. Oh, there's a, have a, have a Steve Weiser. There we go. Let's whoop Pat Patterson's ass. He, he thinks he's got Austin. <laughs> Nick Foley's got the man of a 12. Yeah, fuck Pat you, Pat. Terry Funk still down there selling like a pro. All right, we're both going to whoop his ass. Where the fuck did King go? He just fucking, did he just powder the back and say fuck it? I guess. There's the stunner I asked for. Again for the WWF title. 
Hell yeah. And looks like that's that is the match. What'd you think about that one? Oh, the match was okay. I wouldn't say it would be his best match of all time, like many people were. It yeah, was okay. it was number three on a top ten list. I need to find whoever made that list to kick him in the nuts. It was a, like it was a solid match. What I appreciate about it is, like I said, uh, when they were getting closer to the go home, is a lot of it felt like if I was there in that audience, I would think those motherfuckers were yeah. trying to kill each other. Yeah, for sure. And that's for something sure. I appreciate about both of those guys as workers mm-hmm. is they 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 are so good at selling the drama and selling the intensity. Hell yeah. It was great, man. It was a great match. Like I said, next one we do a Gorilla Monsoon Bobby the Brain match. Uh, sure. so kind of talk about that. But uh, I enjoyed yeah. it, man. It was something I hadn't seen before, uh, for sure. For if sure. If you guys yeah. liked it, let us know. Yeah, we'll dive into some commentary on the next watch along so I can actually talk about some shit I know Hell something yeah. about. But uh, this has been a, a pretty fun episode. Um, like we said at the top of this, rest in peace, Terry Funk. One of the greatest to ever live forever. And, uh, man, there's never going to be anybody, anybody quite like the Funker. Nope. For sure. And I will, I will, I will pay tribute to Funk by regularly doing something that I've been doing for a long time. Anytime my friends ask me if I'm going to be at a show this weekend, I respond with, I'm not booked, Terry. (laughs) And I will continue to do that until, uh, until my last breath as well. So thank you so much, Terry Funk, for everything that you have done. Thank you, Big Mike, for sitting down and, and doing this podcast been been a lot of fun me and mike have got a lot of busy shit we got to get to we have got some heavy fucking schedules so on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in if you would like to follow us on social media i'm at sweet sexy rob he is big mike sells pick up a t-shirt over at collar and and use the promo code heat at checkout to save you a couple of bucks and uh mike you know what we always say interest rates are temporary Wu-Tang is forever. Thanks for hanging out.